Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another special episode of Simply Awesome Podcast. This week we have special guest DP, who's here to chat with us, with us, talking about some of the black community issues, talking about some of the Olympic issues, you know, the Rachel Nichols controversy, and as well as uh, different things happening uh, throughout this world as well. Uh, no further ado, we're just going to get right to the show, so, you know, let's get it. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. We're back for a new episode of the Summer Awesome Podcast. We have special guest, DP. Yo. Yes, sir. Of course, it's me, Hashtag Poppy. Of course, my co-host, Royal. Yes, sir. We're here. How's everybody feeling today? Man. Good. Just good? You good? You're I'm right. good, man. Good. Just good. <laughs> you just good. Man, I'm feeling, feeling alive. Another day above the earth. It's another great day. You know, feeling good in spirit. Um, just trying to live my best life, you know. Stay cool with I see, man. Look like you lost some weight. Got yeah, yeah, back. you know, you know, got doing, the doing, doing a little bit of pull- I got a fresh cut, brother. <laughs> hey, hey, a little bit crazy right now. But well, I'm going to put you together this week. Yo, shut up. You know, I got no very moments, bro. Come on, now. No, but no. I'm, uh, you look different. Look like you're I'm, getting, I'm getting back exercising, you know, getting back in the routine. Look like you're blowing, bro. I ain't gonna, I, it's it's that water, bro. It's that water. Drinking a lot of water right there. Well, I'm pretty sure it's water, huh? Yeah, it's water, oh, bro. It's water, huh? It's water. <laughs> ain't nothing oh, else. Uh-huh. Ain't, 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 ain't no nectar over here. It's just straight water, you know. Look like you've been freshly vaccinated. Oh, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, man. We, 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 we'll, talk, we'll get to that a little bit later about what's, some of the shit with that, but no. How you better, Lee? Hey, man. I was just trying to make it through the days. You know, saying taking one day at a time. Uh, you know, I'm blessed, highly favored, all that yeah, good stuff. Right. And, um, you know, I'm just excited, man. Glad to be back on YouTube. Glad to do this pod, bro. Let's get into it. Yes, right. yes, yes. Oh well, first of all, we want to just uh, give it to DP, man. DP uh, met this man back in Cal uh, State University. Yeah, sure. Uh, you no know, uh, African American studies. This man is definitely conscious. He's definitely a very influential man, a great man, a father, um, educator, you know, all these great things. I don't want to, you know, tease horn too much. Pause. I uh, just want to, you know, <laughs> tell you who this guy is. Uh, no further ado, he introduced himself. Uh, uh, Damien Poole, DP. I'm an educator in uh, the city of Baltimore. I teach high school social studies. I'm a father. Um, yeah, I do a whole bunch of community work, and uh, yo, I'm just glad to be on the pod. Man, thank nice, you, DP. Nice, nice. Uh, I mean, the reason why I chose you, man, because like you are like one of the conscious people I know, and uh, you just one of the voices that people always uh, need, you know, in any uh, type of community. Uh, I just want to get your thoughts on like um, how has your whole you know experience been uh, throughout this entire uh, pandemic, um, especially. Um, and you're a you know, teaching field so. um, My experience during the pandemic has been both uh, traumatic and enlightening. Uh, tra- the trauma comes in with, of course, you know, being uh, held captive in my apartment uh, and actually contracting COVID and oh, man. kind oh, of- man. Experiencing 
this uh, this virus, this illness that's uh, traveling through um, our planet, man. I was down for about I was down for about two weeks, um, and it hit me like a like like a ton of bricks. I had went out hiking. Um, I came home. I went to go do my little yoga stretches. I got in the shower. I had my little shake, and my body just started shutting down. And um, I woke up the next morning. Well, no, I didn't wake up the next morning, and it happened. I woke up. I went to bed around like nine. I woke up at like four in the morning. Chills, whole body hurting, covered in sweat. My bed was like soaked with sweat. Nice. And um, that happened maybe about like four or five nights in a row. Um, and then um, I had a family member come by and um, drop some groceries off and kind of, you know, help tidy up my place and all that. Cause I, I literally was, you know, bedridden, couldn't get up, couldn't do gotcha, anything. Gotcha. Um, the only time I was getting up was to go use the bathroom. Um, <laughs> and I was drinking water, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, tried to eat, couldn't taste it, tried to, you know, get, you know, my vitamins and all of that. And it just was, you know, um, coming right out of me. Um, Ooh, then, yeah. I got uh, my hands on this tea called Moringa tea. Um, and it helps with like inflammation. So I drank that for a couple of days and that kind of helped me uh, be able to start getting up out of the bed and start, you know, um, um, actually like my quality of life started to improve. Um, and then maybe a week after that, I got my taste and my smell back, but it was definitely um, it was very traumatic. Like I felt like I was dying. Ooh. Um, cause I, when you're, you know, when you're experiencing this thing of, um, cause it's a, a respiratory virus, I'm, I, I have asthma, I, my breathing is off. I'm uh, like, I'm just, so you pretty much met every, every, was a yeah. so, so I'm just like, I, I laid across my couch and I was like, yo, am I going to die here? And the scariest part was not being able to, like, I was too weak to call people. I was too weak to, like, even, like, do anything to keep my spirits up. And so I had people, you know, I had a cousin who came, um, and um, she just, you know, she knocked on the door, and she talked to me from the other side of my door. And I was just in tears, like, damn, you know, like, this could really be it. Um, But luckily enough, I was able to recover, uh, and I'm good, man, like, um, you know, I'm just happy that uh, things are, you know, things are looking up, man. I'm going to be teaching high school this coming school year. So um, another new exciting adventure. Nice. That's all you can ask for. Man. I, I, we're glad you're still here with us. I'm glad we're glad you survived this, uh, the traumatic episode. Uh, hopefully you're doing regular checkups because we don't have any long-term data on what the after effects are for people with COVID. We know that some people get brain fog. Some people have resp- have severe respiratory issues. Brain fog? Yes. Listen, man, I'm talking about I'll be in the middle of typing uh, a paper, a document, or anything, and literally it'll just be like, And then I'll I'll find I I find myself like looking for the thought like yo where was I at was I intending to do, and then when I get to it I'm like damn yo like it'll be a good 30, 40 seconds in between what I was intending to do, um, and so that that's probably 
the biggest thing for me is like, you know, the the uh, the mental cognitive, yeah, cognitive, uh, yeah, yeah. Yo, cognitive it's like those, skills like, going away. It's just bit. like, damn, bro. Like, mind you, I'm 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 about to be 32. Like, so it's like, yo, I'm I'm constantly working out. You know, you know, trying to you know better my physical health, but still the brain fog is like a thing. And I know mm-hmm. a bunch of other people who have experienced the same thing, where it's like you'll be in the middle of just doing something, running the air. You'll be driving behind the wheel, running the air. You'll be at the red light, and you'll be like, yo, what, what's I supposed to be doing? And you'll drive for a little bit, and like, oh, yo, I'm going to the grocery store. I'm going to go pick up my kids. Um, so it's a real thing, man, and I just hope that people are, are kind of paying attention to um, their bodies and, and really trying to you know, do whatever it takes to make sure that they are sustained. Yes, yes. And how, how's your recovery going for, uh, you know, how's your, your day-to-day recovery from it? Or is day-to-day that still something they can deal is, with? Day-to-day recovery is good. I mean, like, I'm still, you know, um, working out, eating right, you know, drinking a lot of water, doing all of that. Um, so the day-to-day recovery has been, has been superb um, as far as my physical health goes. Um, but the, the mental and kind of social and emotional things um, are things that, you know, people are still experiencing today, right? Like, you know, some people are still locked up in their crib. Yep. I mean, some people are still like, you know, from someone like myself, who's like fully vaccinated, like, you know, I'm, I'm still, although I'm fully vaccinated and the CDC is like, oh no, like, you don't have to wear your mask. Yeah, the oh, hell, no, all right. No, no, um, you do because you aren't, you're safe, you're safe against the regular version of COVID. You aren't against the Lambda or the Delta variant, which is spread across the country right now. So you can still catch COVID again. Yeah, and that's why I'm like, yo, I'm, I'm going to wear a mask. I'm going to carry my hand sanitizer in my bag. Like, I uh, mean, I'm still dapping people up with the elbows. Like, yes, sir. Because even yes, Chris sir. Paul is still right. positive for COVID, and he's vaccinated. That's why he missed a couple of games. Man, this is... It's, yeah, it's a serious situation. It's a serious still, situation. It's still a very scary situation, though. Yes, it is. I'm just glad that things are kind of moving and shifting and the work is being done to at least figure out a way to alleviate a lot of the stresses that people are experiencing. Yes, yes. So and how... Don't uh, no, go ahead. In the midst of uh, uh, going through uh, COVID, uh, did you ever uh, thought about, like, as far as, like, let's say the worst happened, and in uh, you, uh, you know, your life w- was taken from COVID. Uh, did that ever cross your mind as far as like uh, planning anything? You know, if oh, that, yeah. that would happen. I got a will. I got insurance. Everybody in my family got insurance on me. So if something happened to me, everybody getting paid. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry that it took that for, for people to get like that, but everyone should have a will. Oh, everyone should have life insurance. Especially, oh, especially in a city like Baltimore, bro. Like. Yes. Anything can happen. Yep. Any yo like anything. Anything can happen. <laughs> so it's like yo, mom's got an insurance policy. Uh, my children's mother's got an insurance policy. All um, my 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 mom and my children are my beneficiaries of my um, life insurance policy with the, with my city job. Like yo, if I go, everybody hitting the lick, and we starting this. I mean, because at the end of the day. 
you know, I'm living my life not not solely for myself, but to create opportunities for the people that are in my life. So whatever happens to me, I want to make sure that everybody is good. hundred percent. Go ahead, bro. Uh, now I want to ask you with everything that went on. Uh, I'm glad you about COVID everything, but how has this affected your your day to day work uh, on your job and the protocols that they have? Uh, so right now I'm working at a, a summer camp, and we are in person. They limit the what? amount of kids. They limit the amount of kids that we can have, of course. But we are in person. Um, oh wow! We, we got to wear our mask, and the kids have to wear wear their mask at all times. We do socially distance. Um, um, we haven't had a case yet. A lot of our kids are already vaccinated. The staff members are fully vaccinated. So, you know, it's one of those things where, um, similarly to the flu, like yo, eventually we're going to get to a point where we're going to have to live with COVID. Yeah, we, we will, we will. And we're going to have to just live a very precautionary lifestyle where, we're, you know, we're putting health and safety first. And some people are not prioritizing that, right? We see a whole bunch of videos going viral of um, people coughing in people's faces and oh. doing all that other yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, you do that. You you don't want to live no more you do that to me. You want to die. That's the day you want to die right there. So, uh, you know, it's like, uh, I'm, I'm still going to do what I got to do. Yeah, um, yeah, but um, yeah, like yo, eventually, um, we're just gonna like life has to go on. Like we have to live. We have to, I mean, we have to go out and be productive and do. Like as human beings, we aren't meant to be um, uh, subjected to you know fluorescent light. And like, yeah. like I could just imagine, yo, like you know, I live in a I live in an apartment complex in downtown Baltimore, right? Where all of it is, uh, it's very uh, upscale, kind of like with the industrial look and the lights and blah, blah, blah. Yo, it ain't, I got, I said, yo, fine. I went to the apartment with the biggest windows that give me the most light. Um, I, yo, I, for the most part, I don't, I try not to even turn my, a, my AC on. Like, I don't even like, I don't even like uh, air conditioner. I love natural air. I love like natural, like, because at the end of the day, we we as human beings, especially as um, people of African descent and people of color, like yo, we need we need that that vitamin D, that melanin, that energy. Um, uh, we need that refilled and recharged. So I gotta get that, however I can get it. You know, that's your son. Yeah. Yes, sir. All right. Um... Y'all ready to get into these topics? Yes, sir. Let's get into these topics. All right, let's get into these topics. Okay. Um, first thing first, y'all. Let's let's highlight some black excellence real quick. Let's go. All right, we got the Spider-Man champ. There's also a future um, WNBA star. The young lady was uh, awarded at the ASPEs. If you watched that this weekend, this past weekend. She was the talk of Twitter and the rest of the internet. Uh, was a gracious win, uh, amazing, amazing talent, and she's talking the town right now. Zalia Avant-Garde. Yes, telling you, I watched a whole video, a whole bunch of clips of her uh, playing basketball. She fire. She nice. She nice. Bro, she got hand. Oh my goodness, she I nice. Watched- she got handle. Like she's actually in a commercial with Steph Curry. 
Yeah. Under Armour commercial, I think. I mean, she's no T. Co- uh, T. Co- uh, Cooper. Yo. <laughs> she is like, yeah. she got two uh, Guinness World Records for dribbling. Mm-hmm. Dribbling and juggling. Like, oh, I, so. I saw that. I saw the video her doing that. Oh, I yeah. saw that. Yo. Yeah, I was like, yo, she fine. I'm like, this this girl was doing things. Mind you, she said spelling bee is her size. She's like, no, that's my size. I won't be. <laughs> she's like, she's like, I won't be a basketball player. I'm, I'm going to the WNBA. That's what I need to get money real quick. <laughs> and I, I watched a, a bunch of clips of her playing. I think in AAU basketball. Yo, she got the crazy Euro. Like the girl's talented. The girl is talented. <laughs> oh man, I'm I'm just proud, man. And was she 13, 14 years old? 14, yeah. My the, the girl's very talented. Man, these these young black women, man, they are so they they really showing out, you know, these past oh, few oh, years, man. you know. And and uh I don't know whether it's just, you know, coincidental thing, you know, when uh Kobe died and you know, the whole mantra of the girl uh of the uh girl dad, mm-hmm. uh, you know, type of you know, a scenario was going on. It's it's really showing that these these uh, young black women, are, you know, coming coming out here to to show so you know who they are. Yes, sir. They're really dominating things. It's exciting, man. Like um, to see. Um, we've 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 uh, we've begun to make a a huge shift in uh, in the way that uh, we kind of engage. Uh, with black women, in particular, how we celebrate them. Yes, yes. Doing it daily, man, and I, I love it. Like just to see, like these black girls, these black women get an opportunity to have their art, their intelligence, um, their wit, their grace, um, be celebrated. Like that's 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 what that's what we need. That's what we need, and and that push is really going to ultimately going to flow into every everything else as far as. Uh, you know, job job positions, you know, more pay and eventually, you know, really, you know, equality. Hopefully one day we can we can get to get to that point. Right. Because these uh black women definitely deserve it. Yes, sir. Oh shit. My fault. Uh let's keep going. Let's see. We got the US gymnastics team that's fire right now. Oh we got the Goldius GOAT. Simone Biles going and even though they hating on her with her, her multiple moves and trying to ban and say no can't do that. Oh, it's crazy. <laughs> even though she can pull it off, they like no we want the other girls breaking her necks and try to give her low scores and say no can't do that. No, let the goat be the goat. Let yeah. her do her moves, man. She the goat. Let the goat. goat be the goat, man. That's you can't sick. stop the goat, man. Like yeah. Uh, Simone also helped one of our teammates. Uh, what's what's the lady, the young lady? There? She helped George Childs get to uh, where she's at. Actually, oh, yeah. uh, actually brought her to her gym a couple years ago when she thought about quitting, mm-hmm. and helped her to make it to Olympic trials when she thought it was over. Yeah, and then Jordan, I think didn't Jordan wind up making it onto the team? She made it to the team two yeah. years ago. She was like, "I'm quitting." She's like, "I will do this no more." Someone was like, "Come down to my come down to my gym. I got you. You talented. You just need a better." Work environment and such can't in Simone's gym. She got coached up, was in a, a positive environment for her, and now she made it to the Olympics. Mm. Everybody needs a helping hand, man. For Everybody. many of them, you know what I'm saying? Mm. All you ever needed was a chance, is all I said. Man, I'm glad to believe in you. 
This is a stack. This is a stack two. This is a day of stack two. Yeah. Well, damn near for every you know U.S. team is stacked team to be honest. But well, we, we all know barring injury, Simona's going to dominate the competition. No jinx no jinx no jinx oh no, she go, she go. No, yeah, she, she just go. talking about injury wise. I said, I said barring, I said barring injury, she is going to demolish the competition. I'm not saying she's on the edge. I'm saying other than Harriet Edge, there's nobody knocking out the competition. I hope that we get an opportunity to talk about what happened. The other day, uh, you, since, we're, uh, since we're on the Olympics, uh, we can transition. That that's one of the topics we can transition to. We can talk about the uh, what we're speaking on is Shakari Richardson and her and the double standard we have from the Olympic Committee towards drugs uh, from in the past and other discretions from the past uh, Olympics to now. Uh, we're, gonna, we're speaking about uh, Michael Phelps, who got caught smoking a ball. He didn't, it didn't affect his performance. We're talking about grown ass Ryan Lochte saying that he was uh, what, fucking robbed in Brazil. Nobody touched that man. He he was stealing shit. Made up some shit. Made up some shit, but he was stealing some shit. They were like, oh, he's just a boy. He's a boy. He was 26 years old, calling him a child. And nothing happened to him. But we're going to we're gonna disqualify this young lady for. For coping, even though she, she even though she admitted what she did was wrong, she did was wrong, but she was coping with the death of her mother that happened a couple of days before she performed in the Olympic trial. So I understand rules are rules, but that you gotta you gotta have said give a leeway for extenuating circumstances. It's not even an enhanced a performance enhancer. It's not a performance enhancer drug, but we know it's illegal. It's <laughs> like, the imagine if she didn't even take it. How how much <laughs> she would have blown those other uh, contestants out of the water if she would have been sober. But we'll never know that. Only one, bro. I might be the only one, but I can't give you a pass, man. Oh man! Come and on, the reason no. why I'm not going to give her a pass is because. And I firmly, this is just how I live my life and how, you know, I hope that we start to look at uh, society. When you are participating in games, in jobs, in spaces and places that do not belong to people of color, yo, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta play that game. You knew. She even said, hey, I knew. Yes, she did. I knew. But I didn't care. We knew, so, we knew it was going to happen. We, she, she knew the consequences of her actions. She still did anyway. So for me, it's like, all right, yo, I need money. Mm-hmm. And I know robbing a bank is wrong. But I'm going to rob this fucking bank anyway. And when I rob the bank and they about to lock me up, have sympathy on me because I'm broke. Oh, boy, I need the money, right? So, yeah. It's, it, it, yo, it, it, for me, it just doesn't resonate at all. I was but, celebrating this black woman when she was doing, the, when she was doing her thing. And it, it does not diminish her ability to run or her ability to do anything. At the same time, recognizing that you are participating in an Olympic Games that is controlled by old white men who do not want to see people of color be be celebrated? That's the price of tea in China, man. 
But DP, you gotta look at the same time. You got people from all other countries that are blood doping, using steroids, uh, with with HGH and all these other uh, foreign subjects, and they're not getting caught, but they're still still competing in, in these World Olympics. And 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 respectfully, the race of these people who are doping are what. They're usually white. They're usually white. Even down to they are banning, um, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's some African sprinters from mm. participating because their uh, their testosterone levels are too high. Huh? Oh, okay. That 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 is a slippery slope thing because. They do. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that real quick because that's messed up because those are the that's their natural testosterone levels. Oh, no. I'm, 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 I'm saying, I'm saying they get to dictate and control the rules. Yeah, that, that, it's, it's the, messed rules up. the rules are not consistent anywhere. It's no. how they choose to apply the rules. Y- you're right. Because they, they, have, they have, uh, we have a, um, a transgender woman that's competing in the weightlifting, uh, the weightlifting portion of the Olympics, and I wonder how her testosterone levels got within within the limits without having a high, a super high estrogen level. Because yeah. we know she's taking estrogen. I don't know what type of if it's pills, if it's a shot. We know, we know she's taking this to get her estrogen levels up or not the, the trans woman. Yes, and see. That's yo. But we it, don't know. It, we don't know what the what the scale is for this athlete. That, that's, it's such that's a crazy slope, we man. Know. Like we don't yo, know. Slope. For me, and I, I posted this on social media. Unless all of the black people or all or all of the U.S. team says, "Hey, we not fucking playing, or we not participating," nothing's going to happen. Yeah, we know it's not gonna happen, man. Right, yeah. it can't. It, it's not enough that all the black people won't participate. That's not enough no. because we know, and, and 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 Liam, you know this. Mama Coco used to say, "Your skin folk ain't always your kin folk." That's true. There will be it's another true. nigga that'll say, "Oh, Simone not flipping today." Mm-hmm. I'm flipping today. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. Um, like I thought. I thought, and I, I wasn't sure if this was one of the topics that was on the list. The U.S. men's team losing to the uh, African team. Nigeria. Yeah. That wasn't wasn't that a, uh, wasn't that a pre Olympic scrimmage? Yeah, it's an exhibition, but exhibition match. Uh, uh, I, I, I saw that. I saw that. That was that was wild. That was I couldn't believe that shit. Like, like what the fuck? Like that was saying, that right? shows you how far. The NBA, or how much the NBA has grown over the years. Yeah, the, the talent just, level. No, no, you mean the ridiculous. talent level overseas has grown. Well, but granted, granted, Nigeria did have six NBA players on the team, though. Yeah, and like how far the NBA has moved from yes. a sort of being yes. this, you know, uh, Western kind of organization to now, you know, many of the players that's on that team play in the NBA. Yep. The coach for the Nigerian team, coach the Cavs, coach the Lakers, Mike Brown. 
Yeah. 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 Like, so how, they got how, a, how, they, how they get him as a coach? I think he's of Nigerian descent. Okay, okay. Well, I, was, yeah. I was like, hold on. Like, okay, that makes sense. But, that makes and sense. I think, and I, if I'm not mistaken, he is the he's the he's the coach for the Nigerian team. He doesn't coach in the in the NBA. Yeah, no, no. no. As far as I, yeah, as far as uh, I think he was. Well, matter of fact, I don't think he coached this year. Yeah. Nah. So it's one, yo, like. To see, like, and 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 my thing is, you know, just what was that, 2012? Yeah. We we beat them by 84 points. <laughs> <laughs> we, we killed them. Oh, yeah. We went the ass. Man, that's the ass was. The talent pool yeah. getting better overseas, man. The talent pool yeah. was getting better. The level of action. But that's what you want. You want and you the playing want, field is getting even out, man. You want you want better athletes to be able to compete or these teams to get to so when you do compete worldly, you don't just say, Oh, but the US in the, the US best. defense though, we didn't have Braun, we have Giannis, Kawhi, and all of our top guns out there to be honest. If we want to if we want to get a TJG, there was no They don't have a leader. Style. Is LeBron even competing this year? No, no, no. no. Why? Because I got my medals. I'm straight. I got, I got my medals. I, I yeah. got Space Jam dropping this weekend. Yeah. Oh, man, yeah. Uh, boy, that, run out there. He, 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 what if my boy LeBron just like, yo, I'll suit up. <laughs> you, never, you never know. You never know. He, he might. He might. He might like shit. Let me hop on the PJ real quick. Go over there. He already, he already the goat. He's already the goat to me. Yeah, I got that. Well, uh, I, I understand. Yeah, he, he the goat to me too. He the goat to me too. But yeah, he's already the goat to me, bro. Y'all ain't goat to me. Yeah. And, and it's not even it just. It's, it's not even just the basketball stuff, bro. It was Jordan. It's, I'll give you this. Le- LeBron is probably like the best humanitarian. Uh, athlete we've ever had. I, I love Jordan, but LeBron be good battle me. Yo, I just LeBron James the best all around player I've ever seen in my life. Um, while we while we're on the Olympics, Katie still the we, greatest. We, we can hop to another topic real quick where there's there's going to be no spectators at the Tokyo Olympics. Of course. Because yeah. Japan is in what wave three of the lockdown for COVID, they're like they're like, look, we ain't having no spectators. Nobody gonna be on. It's gonna be uh, CCTV, live broadcast. That's it. Hey, which which I believe is the right thing to do because you, you don't yeah, want I mean, you, I mean, you don't want to have your population uh, being sick and run down and overloading the healthcare system and all that. Let people stay home and watch it or watch all big gigantic screens outside or whatever if they want to watch some distance in and have it like that. Not only that, the the people competing in the Olympics, you want them to be, you know, safe. Well, that'll be they'll be sequestered in whatever Olympic village it is and the hotels, all that. That's all that's gonna happen. But it's good that they're gonna they're not gonna have outside influences other than maybe the referees or something. Yeah, more at yeah. rest, yeah. Necessary. I had to do the NBA bubble all over again, man. Oh, <laughs> That's basically what's going to be like over there for the Olympics. I missed the but, bubble, but but even more, even more. Oh, uh, doesn't miss bubble. Even, I miss, uh, I miss bubble. Be tighter. 
It's gonna be it's gonna be a tighter uh, lockdown for them, and there's gonna be no uh, little pepper lose. Everybody going to go to Magic City and step out. Everybody going to go get some sushi real quick for the gas station or nothing I'm, like that. Bubble, yeah, bubble it's gonna be a Daniel House episode. I promise you that. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you that. You gonna sneak sneak a shorty up in the? Uh, ain't, ain't no sneaking no shorties in there. They gonna make sure you ain't sneaking nobody in the Olympic. Yo, my boy snuck one of the COVID testers up into the room like. He like, look, he like, look, she told me she was going to do my test real quick. Yeah, come on, we'll do my test real quick. Over testing, housekeeping. They're going to be on all that. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Uh, let's go to that one. Let's, since we're on sports right now, let's go to uh, the NCAA rule change. Yes, sir. Uh, we finally got the change uh, over where athletes can market their likeness and sign autographs and stuff like that. They own their own likeness now. They have they have full rights to their uh, image and everything that goes with it. Master P did last year say he had uh, stopped the place for his son. He got his son a $2 million deal endorsement. Was one of the first people to have that, which I'm happy about. Get that bag, young man. You have uh, what a, a young man that's a quarterback that's uh, in with one of the biggest uh, like tea companies or something like that. Mm-hmm. You got somebody you got uh, some some uh, young ladies that's doing like something with a cheese or something doing get the bag like these people are getting bags out here and I was I was like all these young athletes that get into the bag. And doing they told me, I feel sorry for the people that graduated last year that couldn't get in on that shit. They're like, uh, I was a, I was a college athlete last year and I couldn't do nothing. But hey, if you was popular last year, hopefully you you doing something now because oh you missed that boat, you missed that boat. You want nothing, you want popular. You... One of them athletes that that, that uh, like I think to myself, you ever watch the NFL draft? Yeah, yeah. And you see how much jewelry and like. You know how I many tattoos these niggas be doing? The, 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 the jewelry thing is that those are all advances they take or their future money right there. Like, and as soon what, as the check hit, you got to pay that shit off. And what I'm saying, yo, they eating in college already. Now it's just now it's just legal. Some, some of them are, some of them are taking out loans or getting loans from, from out, like, they'll, they'll get an agent, get a loan from the agent or something like that. To do it legally the NCAA way. Them injury, them injury policies. Yeah, um, Willis McGahee had one of those. Or, yeah. or they'll have, they'll have, they take out a loan or something, so it don't affect them, yeah. don't affect their eligibility. But they'll get to the money. They're like, all right, as soon as this, as soon as I get that first thing, I'm gonna hit you off. I'm gonna do this, do that, whatever. And that's that's a guy do that to get rid of the rules that were in place. But now they can actually, they can sign jerseys, they can do all this, they can do whatever they need to do to get that bag, man. Both. Mostly, this is going to affect football players, basketball players. Nobody really cares about volleyball. Baseball players are good, but they, unless they're like a star that's being recruited by the MLB, they're not going to do crazy well or whatever. But I think that's the same with college football too, and college basketball. Like, unless you, unless you juiced up, don't nobody care. Oh yeah, no, no. The 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 main the guys are going to do do crazy stuff. Like yeah. like say when. when if if the rule doesn't change by the time uh by the time Bronny them get out of high school, when they hit college, they're gonna do crazy numbers. Could you imagine if Zion Williamson? Oh man, bro, bro he would 
Bro, he done did uh, crazy. He done had the bag, the bag, bag, bag. He would have stayed four years in college. <laughs> bro. He would have stayed four years yo, in well, college. Think about, yo, that's a way to keep kids in college, too. But uh, I don't think it's really going to keep any of the – any of the one it does, any of the one it does for basketball are not going to stay. They're going to say, "Okay, I'm getting this bag. I'm going to the NBA to get a bigger bag." But, but for the guys who, but but but, friends, the, but, the, guys, but the football well, players, the football players go eat. They go eat their whole house okay. career. They, 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 they have to do yeah. all four years, so they go. They go. They go eat. But they have to at least do. They go at least do three years of the football program. Yeah, they go at least four. three. Most do four, but they're going to at least do three, so they're going to eat. They're going to eat well during college. The quarterback's really about to make bank. Yeah, the the the, the that's the, that's who going to eat. The quarterbacks, the wide receivers, the running backs. The the late bloomer basketball players will eat because you know some players don't don't actually get their numbers out till maybe sophomore junior year, so they they're going to eat. But the, the, you're a senior. But but the one that does the one that does is going to eat regardless. Yeah, it, yeah. This this is definitely a win for the players, man. It's been a long but time. But this, this is this is this is so crazy because we're seeing uh, athletes come from after community go to HBCUs now, and this gives them even more yeah, incentive. This gives them if you're if you're a one up player, and you're um descent, you can go to an HBCU like okay, I always love this team. I'm gonna fuck about winning, rocking. I don't give a damn about that. I'm gonna get a bag, and somebody gonna pick me anyway. So yeah. I'm gonna pick me. I'm gonna support this school that I always want to go to. I'm gonna support HBC because I always want to go there. And whether we win or lose, I'm getting the bag and somebody and I'll get drafted. I know I'm getting drafted. And that's that's the other thing. You got it more chance of getting getting talent. It opens the door for HBCUs to bring in some talent. Because mm-hmm. if you say, "Yo, all right, you a five star recruit, yo, come to, come to Coppin. we gonna get you this endorsement. We gonna get this endorsement." We're gonna get you a Bond Domin Mall and do Shit, that, that bag yeah, might yeah. be good. Shit. They spend the money on my dog. You build you your own dorm. We're gonna get you a DTLR endorsement. Shit, that DTLR endorsements is nice. I ain't gonna lie, those are nice. We're gonna give you a Popeye's endorsement. <laughs> Shit, get to that bag at the work. Not if it's at the one at Mon Domin, that motherfucker run out of chicken like it ain't nothing. You like please. <laughs> But no, a great, get to a great cookie endorsement. Get you a great cookie endorsement. <laughs> man, get to that, get to that damn bag, man. Get to yeah, that but bag. But definitely shout out to all these uh players out here getting it, man. This has been a long time coming. Um, hopefully that NCAA recognizes they're wrong and actually gives uh people who are you know, quote unquote disqualified, you know, giving them their awards back like oh, Reggie Bush. Man, they, they, gonna, they gonna hold that shit over that man here forever. Like, look, he won this shit, we ain't gonna give it back. We ain't never give you that shit back. They said, we'll give it that. We ain't never give it back to you. And some pe- people are still not for They still think that the education that they receive is, is compensation enough. Which is fucking bullshit because he, if, if, uh, I'm a, if I'm a one and done player, I'm not getting education. I'm taking easy classes I can take. I'm barely passing them shits about this bitch. Fuck you, me, education. Like, um, was it uh, Cam Johnson from the Suns? <laughs> they said he gra- he graduated. He graduated in three what in three graduated years? Graduated in three years. Three years. Yeah. He about to finish up his master's. Master's, yeah. Um, 
and they I think he said he got a he got a business that he started and all that. You're like, oh, that that's great. That's great for that young man. That's great that he actually graduated. But most people, most stars aren't doing past the year. Yeah. Most people that actually get drafted aren't doing past the year. If they if they're that good, which most people are, they're that good. Unless they get like I said, barn injury, they're gonna do a year and bullshit throughout that year. And like, look, I'm waiting for the draft. Yeah. I don't give a damn about none of these classes. I don't give a damn about none of this shit. I'm shocking about here. And that's why it's like, yo, we might as well go to the G League for all that. Well, I'm glad they have I'm glad they have that option open now for the G League. Yeah. But for high school players, like, look, you do you got your own your own team, grind for a year and get going. Yeah, go to the G League, make a make a hundred thousand, get your skills up. You know what I mean? Yeah, and then, then you can be listed in the draft the following year. Yep. You know what I mean, don't waste your time. It's a big dub. That's all I can say, man. It's a big, big dub. dub. All right, let's uh, when we stand on sports shit. Let's get on this uh, Rachel Nichols shit. Oh man. Man, she uh let, let me just say this. Tough. If you've ever taken a class in film or uh communications that they tell you your mic is always hot. Mm-hmm. Never think your mic is not hot unless it's off of you and you have, make sure it's and you cut it off. Well, see what so apparently with this Rachel Nichols situation, they give you so when you do these interviews and stuff like that. Um, especially during the pandemic, ESPN gives you a cell phone. And that cell phone is attached to a larger system that can be um, like a big Zoom call that can be turned off and on. Mm-hmm. And so there's some, they said that her um, her phone was turned off and someone turned it on. Man, that was a hot fucking mic. I don't believe that shit. That was a hot damn mic and she was say it, it was off, man. Because most of the time when you do that shit, they give you the little, all right. Even if, or let's say the phone was off, the phone's over the court anyway, even if it is off. They can turn, they cut your fucking microphone on anyway. So just speak like you, speak like the shit is on, even if it's off, like speak like the shit is on. Because you don't want to get caught in a bad situation. And I don't think she said anything wrong. Uh, she, she said, she said, she said something wrong. I didn't, for me, I didn't. I didn't hear anything that was disparaging or racial or anything like that. I think the issue was more so with ESPN and their inability to manage talent, keep their word. And well, she took. She took. She took a shot. She basically just uh, said that Maria Taylor only got a job job because she's the token black girl because they needed to really just show off because of their uh, you know problems with, with uh, dealing with uh, black people and. Uh, over the years, is that not true? That that is that, that might is, be true, but the, the, the ESPN part is true. But she but did the woman did exactly, earn her positions. Exactly, so, she's so actually talented. Did she? So, did, did she earn? So apparently, the NBA Finals and the coverage of the NBA Finals is in Rachel Nichols' contract. Okay. So, if it's in her contract. And ESPN says, we're not going to abide by the contract. We're going to do what we want to do. Does she not have a grievance? 
She does, but that's what you that's what you litigate because but that's what litigation is for. She said she didn't that, want to do the final. That, that, there, are, there are clauses in your contract where you sign them, and when the company goes against that, you that's when you get your lawyers involved. You litigate that. You get you get all you get all the extra money you're supposed to give you. You, you get them to buy your contract out for that shit. You don't go and as far as the other person that's doing that shit. But she didn't. But she didn't. She did that in a private conversation. Her privacy was in front. She wasn't outwardly having this conversation. She was talking to a personal friend and the conversation got recorded and it got blasted. Again. I talk shit about, I talk still, shit about Baltimore still. City Public Schools all the time. Right? I yeah. talk shit about city schools all the time in my private conversations. But yeah, yeah, but but that's like the decision you talking about, like with Shakara, with her, like, hey, uh, you know, smoking weed, but you know, she's not supposed to do it, right? No, nah, I don't think those two things are the same because it's, at the end of the, the day, thing. it's the same thing. Because if I'm because, having a conversation, because you, got, because you 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 already know that there's always somebody going going to be listening. You gotta watch the words that you're saying. You gotta know your place and setting some time. I, I just, I can't agree, man. Like if I'm having a private conversation and someone records my conversation and puts that conversation out to the public, I can't be, I can't be, um, I, again, I can see if she says something. Well, how private can it be if you're not, not, not in your own home? No, she was, the, her mic was, her, she was not on that phone. She was having an interpersonal conversation with someone while she was in a hotel room. Yeah, but that, but the That's thing is, you got to think that, that <laughs> part. Okay, all right, all right, let's think about this. The, <laughs> you got to think, you, you still have to think about that as a hot mic because it's a work phone. You always think about it as a hot mic, even when it, so because where, it's usable. So where does way. it, so where does it come in? A, now, mind you, this didn't leak a month, and this didn't leak a day or two after it happened. Someone held on to this recording and waited until the NBA finals dropped to put this out there. But she still hey, that's, said what she said, though. But I mean, she still said what she said, and, though. And listen, if we, if everything that we said was held against, if, if, if a white person says says nigga in private and it still comes out, are you still still not going to feel feel some type of way? But but that's not what happened. She said, "Yo." The ESPN is trying to take something away that belongs to me. And I understand that they got to She can say that. She can say that without trying to disparage Maria Taylor's talent. Well, she no, she, said, I, she didn't say Maria Taylor wasn't talented. She didn't say that she didn't earn anything. She said, I understand that although she's talented, ESPN has a shitty way of dealing with diversity. And they're trying to give it to her to salvage whatever credibility they have with people of color. Yeah, but that says she got the job because she was black. Yeah. That's, that's, that's that she didn't. She, really, she literally just said, "Okay, I understand she she might have a talent for it, but they just gave it to her because she black." Pretty much. But is that not what happened? I don't know. I don't work for ESPN. I don't know no, if that's what happened. Tell is actually talented. No, I'm not saying she's not talented. As, as far as I, as far as I know, she went through the process and they gave they gave that to her or her own birth. As far as I know, ESPN didn't say, "Oh, we give it to her because she black." ESPN. I might be wrong. So Rachel Nichols has it written in her contract that she's supposed to be covering the NBA Finals on NBA Countdown. And that's Rachel Nichols... Her, that's in her contract. And Rachel Nichols should sue ESPN for breaching her goddamn and, contract. And she, and, and she probably is. 
but she still has the right to have a private conversation with someone and not have it leaked on television or the internet for the sake of uh, trying to stir up uh, some racial contention that's not there. I don't think she's racist. Hopefully, hopefully she learned the lesson that these the the, <laughs> the work Zoom phone is always on and keep that shit away from when you talk in private conversation. That's all. Think of it as a hot mic, which she should have thought of as the whole damn time. They tell you a hot mic is a hot damn mic. You should think of that as a hot mic because it's never off. I don't disagree. I don't disagree with that point. And, and, and that's and that's on high. But not taking up cause and thinking, hey, this is a hot mic. They can turn it on whenever they want to. Let me just let me move this to somewhere else where they can't hear nothing. If I'm going to say something great, or if I'm, if I'm going to have this private conversation, or just say, hey, like put this away. Where if I do say something, it's like, oh, it's just muffled noises in the background. It's not nothing I'm saying. I just think it's setting a, a dangerous precedent when we are recording people's private conversations and then eventually using it as a weapon to uh, disparage and dis- and diminish someone's character. Well, it's it's not it's not nothing new. It's not like she didn't know that it was a work device. It's not like it was her personal no, cell I'm not, phone. No, I'm not even just talking about that. I'm just saying. Um, well, well, that's not that's not a new scenario because we've had like we were talking about earlier the whole Hogan thing where he was having a private intimate moment and somebody recorded that shit and released it later. You are never you're never private unless you're private. You don't know what devices are up and hot around you. You never know what devices are up and hot around you. I don't you. disagree. Like I just like. Think- like uh, uh like what, what, what is it? Um, if you have if you have any Amazon device or Google device, like that has Alexa or Google Assistant, those things are hot all the time unless you turn the mic off. Unless you cut the mic off, those things are costly hot. And the and the data is costly available to whoever owns it or anyone that can get into the system and release anything you said. The background noises, all that shit. So anything you say can be hot. The thing well, is, I, you, have, you have to consider what you're saying. The contact you said and, and whether the device you have around you will be able to pick up what you're saying. Like she knew that device should have been locked away as soon as she was doing her interview. As soon as she was done, whatever interview, meeting, whatever, that should have been locked away, put in a separate room, and put down to what needed to get for work. Whether yeah. it was a microphone pack or a cell phone, like I don't know which it was. But that's what should have been done. That should have been a protocol. Because you don't want anything that you say not all work time or released through the work method. Because you can have a problem come and say, oh, I hate this job. Fuck this shit. Uh, these, these managers ain't shit, whatever. And the device you're using is you thought it's off and they cut it off like, oh, what are they saying? Oh, they saying this? They saying that? And you should have known to detach that device and move it somewhere else. And we want to speak freely. Agree. I just also believe that you're not wrong that you should have the expectation of privacy when you have the private conversation, but not when you're using a work device. Yeah, I just that's the only thing. Not when you're using a work device. I just think it's uh the I think the 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 crux of the conversation has been shifted to uh, this white woman versus this black woman versus 
these two women being pitted against each other by a company that's known to have uh, diversity issues. Look, you know, ESPN you has a shit, a shitty because of diversity. We, we don't, we know. We know that ESPN has a shitty diversity problem. We know that the term keeping will keep it talented black people there. We know that they have issues keeping untalented black people there. <laughs> we know that's a problem for that. Or that or or the fact that somebody somebody, I mean, I, I don't even I don't I don't even want to do that or even you know allude to that, but in my mind. What also comes to mind is, yo, does somebody in Taylor's crew hold on to this so this could be put out at a certain time? Because the girl who the girl who had the who had the tape is suspended from ESPN. Well, well, we don't know who we don't know who had the we, we, no, we don't know how they got the tape. We don't know how the they young, got it. No, the young lady, it's a young lady who's cool with Taylor. She alerted Taylor about the tape being recorded. This was before it leaked. Instead of going to HR, she went to Taylor. And then that's when it came out. She's like, look, I'm going to look out for you. Yeah, don't say nothing. I got you. Like, yo, uh, and, and, and that's what I'm saying. Yo, this whole scenario is just shaky and nasty. And rather than it just being uh, or it being a race issue, because I don't I don't see the racial issue there. I see a woman who's been working in the business for over 20 some odd years, having a contract that's written, and she's getting fucked over by some white conservative men. And these white conservative men are using this black woman as a pawn in their game to pretty much fuck over this white woman that don't fuck with them like that. Well, hope, that hope, might be the case. That well, might be the case, but even still, you can't. It's, that, you it's, can't it's, it's not already there. It, it's you know it's a case of corporate espionage right now. Technically, it's corporate espionage. There, there's secrets will never be thrown around. Whatever. Hopefully, this get whatever Rachel Nichols. This this business with ESPN, they get they get litigated and put there because they, for what you said, they broke they breached the the terms of her contract. So hopefully she get her, she gets her legal team together and they go through her contract and they sue ESPN for whatever they took from her because what you say she was supposed to get an NBA file she didn't get that so she she actually she litigates that goes through her contract goes through the proper goes through the proper channels to get that handled yeah because for me whether just, it's settled out of court or actually goes to court it's going to get handled one way or another and and for me I just feel like. This whole thing is going to end up with ESPN getting let off the hook. ESPN will not see any of the consequences from what's happening in this scenario. It'll be Rachel Nichols, Rachel Nichols who will face the brunt of the consequence from her comments. But at the same time, ESPN is the reason why this whole scenario even exists, you know? Man, hope, hopefully, the young lady that replaced her allegedly—I don't know if she was supposed to get uh, this is what I'm in—that replaced her to the NBA files actually continues to get keep her job. It isn't impacted any type of way negatively because of this. Uh, hundred percent. Well, I'll both of them get get their situation resolved and everything is done with done the right way. 
Don't go behind nobody back. Don't just leak the all line uh, shit. Like without without this third per this third party person did it. to release this audio. Hopefully nothing like that happens again. And everything's handled the way it's supposed to be handled. Yeah, but but we'll, we'll see if it next year and a half or two. I say year and a half or two because it's gonna take about six months for the how to get the lawsuit in place to get everything uh in order. If she does see, we probably won't see anything actually announced until maybe September. And then, you know, a guy get, actually pick a court date and then go through discovery and all that other shit. So, so about God two years, we'll see. God forbid either one of them leaves ESPN. So in about two years, all this will be handled eventually. <laughs> Every Everybody that was over at ESPN is either going to a smaller network and making a lot more money or going to Fox Sports and getting a lot more exposure. Hey, man, that's the choice you gotta make. Yeah, man. Okay, let's go to the next subject real quick. Let's see, let's see what we got, what we got, what we got. UFC 264, let's stay in sports. Man, 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 that was, some of them undercards was fucking fire. Uh, Caught up. Oh, oh, where the fuck did the lamb go? Oh, shit. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Let me invite you. Oh, here we go. Here we go. All right. Here we come. Here we come. Here we come. Hey, welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome to your phone. <laughs> to turn on your Android or tablet, press the power button for a few seconds. Can I see me? Yeah, yeah. we can see you. Hey, to your phone. Yeah, I don't know. I guess. Um, I guess my uh, laptop overheated for some reason. But, uh, <laughs> <back now. laughs> All right, what were we saying? I was saying, um, I I literally only watched the card that mattered. Oh, McGregor. All right, let me just say, McGregor, bitch. Uh, let me say, let me say this. Um, the other cards, the female other cards, are fucking phenomenal. The first one, that girl got her head bust in, and she need the damn. Yeah. Uh, she need. Uh, like staples and stitches needed, uh, to, to get that gouge. Get that gouge that terrible gouge. Yeah. The uh, second woman's fight, uh, the, the the chick with the blown head got her, got her face busted wide open, bloody as shit, a great match. <laughs> she got her face pounded like some hamburger meat. That yeah, shit man. was, woo, go back and watch that shit. Uh, some of the other undercards, the the heavyweight dudes, oh, that was over with fast and shit, and I loved it. Knockout, oh, yeah. knockout, knockout. That shit was Tua. crazy. Yes, sir. Tua was a shoey. Yes, sir. That was sick, man. They He poured, poured beer in, uh, in the shoes. The shoe, yeah. Uh, oh, your boy, the beer in the Put some hot sauce in there as well. You didn't like it that much. Man, um, the other undercards were good. The other undercards were good also, but that made a bit, bro. That main event was yeah. was was some some crazy shit, man. McGregor lay. Let me just say this, McGregor, the bell saved his ass. If, if not if not for his ankle breaking in the in the bell in that first round, it would have been over fucking with. No, that's I mean, second that's that, bro. Bro, he was getting that, he was getting his ass beat. He was five, not moving or defending himself. Bro, it's a five round fight. Bro, you can get your ass whipped in the first round. As long as you make it through it, you good. I'll, I'll, I'll see him recover from that shit. I'll see him recover from that shit. 
That well, leg I mean, a lot, was a lot ridiculous. Of things could have happened. Uh, Who knows? The second no, round. No, the no, second no. round comes. Dustin Poirier slips, and you know he breaks his ankle. Who knows? No, tibia and his fibula, bro. That that was a great match. Hopefully, they they, they said they're going to do a rematch. Porter yeah, said, I, I, I want to rematch. I want to fight you again. Porter said, I, I don't like that. I broke your fucking leg. I want to beat your ass up. We're going to do a rematch. He said, either it's going to happen in the ring or on the street. Or the street. He, said, he said, I want the game one way or another. Well, but it's going to be outside the ring or in the ring. But he's not going to, but Gregor not going to see the ring at least for a year and a half. Yeah, I'm about to say, he, he's, yeah, yeah, he's, he's, he's definitely out for the, for the year. He's not going to see the ring for a year and a half. I'm saying a year and a half because it's going to take him a year to actually get his foot here right and then maybe half a year to actually go back to the gym. So a year and a half, maybe two years, he's going to be inside the gym. When he, he comes back, I don't think, think his first fight is going to be poor yet. It's going to be somebody uh, else. It, it, it's not going to be, but he's going to have to see that, man. Unless he retires before then. He's about to see that, man. Yeah, I, I, if I'm McGregor, man, I'm I'm done. I'm retired. I'm retired. I'm done, man. I mean, he already has all the money. Think about it. Got, he got, we got what, like a hundred million from the Floyd fight. He got he got he got like sixty plus million from uh from the damn uh liquor sale, the sales liquor, whatever. Yeah. So yeah. he don't need no money. It ain't like he hurt for money. He said he. Uh, this yeah. is ego, man. He's he's a, he's an ego uh, maniac, and uh. That's I think that's what drives him. He need he needs that that feeling of, hey, hey, I'm the best. I'm I'm winning. You know, what I'm saying, look at me, look at me. And it, I I don't think I don't think he fights with the same passion and drive he had before he made all that money. If I make a hundred million dollars, I ain't fighting for with shit. Fuck the fuck the desire to uh, <laughs> desire to fight. I won't get out of bed no more. Fuck that. I got a hundred million. What you mean? Three fifty. If I if I got three fifty in the bank, I'm done. Hey, hey, some some people uh like some of the greatest wish they had like an NBA ring. Nah. I would, the smart ones want 400 million. Fuck the ring. 350. That ring. 350 is like, yo, like you don't have the same drive to get out and want to go out and kill somebody. Mind you, he was fighting to, to get to the 20 million. Once he hit 100 million, oh, it's over with. It's like, yo, what am I? Come on, man. Justin made what six million? Yeah, last like, night? I think it was two on the front end. I think three or four on the back end. Yeah, and what McGregor made what? McGregor made a bag. McGregor made a big bag. <laughs> 15, 20? I think it was like twenty something. It's like yo, I'm toast, man. I'm good. And the real money is in celebrity boxing, not not the real shit. <laughs> to be honest, at this point, yeah, I fight Jake Paul for two million. Yeah, I'll fight that nigga for 10000 Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll be $30,000. i will take your ass out. Let's go. Man, like, yeah. So. Man, that, that was some wild, wild shit. Uh, I can't wait to see what happens next. If 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 I'm a Gregor, I'm retiring, and I'm opening up gyms and uh, Iron or whatever, and just, just train the people. Uh. I'm done. Well, I'm him. I'm just, I'm just chilling. I'm tiring. I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. Be like Ronda Rousey. That's that for don't go crazy. But I'm going to the WWE. Get me a bag. Oh yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's spot on. WWE. Yeah, come on, man. Or you, can, or you can just get getting the you know talk show shit. You know so what Ronda, Ronda went to the WWE and cleaned up, boy. Hell, she like, look, I'm doing, I'm doing a year or two of this. I'm getting pregnant. I'm gone. 
come on, man. You know, this is what I respect about Brock Lesnar. He, come on, talk about he, he it. Did wrestling, and then he's like, "Fuck, I'm just gonna go to go to real fighting and shit, and make more money, and then go back." And make more money. And the, thing was, crazy. the thing was, the man wasn't bad at the UFC. He just had he got, was plagued by injuries. Yeah, that's true. What, what was it? I think it was some well, type well, of Lesner, some, Lesner, some type of internal like some, with injuries, and he also got popped as well. Uh, for, okay, for, uh, yeah, he got popped that yeah. But that because you know he did WWE. You know, yeah, they, that's they, a WWE. Shit. That's right. a WWE hold up. Like they ain't tested yeah. for that shit. They're like, fuck, I can still do this shit. But yeah. I think it was, it was it was an intestinal shit he had that fucked him over twice. Mm-hmm. The first go around, he didn't get surgery. Second round, he was like, "I wish I got surgery sooner." And came back too early the second time. If he had stayed out six more months, he'd have been good. Hundred percent. But he tried to rush it. He's like, "I need this bed. I need this bed." He just stayed out and just took the rest of the time. I need. I just need uh, my boy Izzy, my boy Adesanya to come out. Adesanya. <laughs> He's supposed to be fighting uh, Robert Whitaker next. They come over. Here, might uh, might be in Australia. Oh, that'll be good. All right, let's get into some environmental news real quick. The weather going crazy right now. We got Tropical Storm Elsa, got New York flooded right now. Uh, we got forest fires in California and Oregon right now because of the heat. Rated out of control. We got and, fire in the water. And we have three uh the the world on fire, uh, looking like a damn uh post apocalyptic movie yeah. in Lagos to go from Mexico and somewhere else where shit is on fire. Yeah, there's the a, a, a gas pipeline that's under underwater. Yeah, that that I when I saw that gas pipeline, I thought it was a fucking movie. I was like, all right, what's what in the movie world what in the uh, world movie is this? They're like, no, it's real. I'm like, this shit don't look real. Why is only why is only from this certain angle was only two bolts? Where the fuck the rest of the angle at? Why ain't no hovering shots around that shit? It just look like a damn uh uh damn uh what was it uh was it animatic just sitting right there with the two bolts and uh the, the ocean is on fire. I'm like, what the fuck shit is this? Like, oh, it's real. It's a gold box. I'm like, no, that ain't real. When I looked on Twitter. Oh, it's real. Yeah. I mean, human beings doing human being shit. Man. Why do Lagos look crazy too? Just, just I got a question, DP. Yep. Uh, so what have you thought about you know over the years as far as like um how the country has has done done with, with race. And uh, as far as like uh, police brutality against uh, on 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 uh, black men and women, um, man, we definitely haven't done enough. Um, I you know I hate to beat a dead horse, but it's like nothing's going to change unless we change. Um, particularly, you know, black people. Uh, um, willing to stand up and fight and um, and push the, the systems of power. Um, we need to also be uh, representative in our own communities. Um, a lot of times we, you know, we say fuck the police, but on the back end, we'll say stop snitching. You know, kind of, kind of two contradictory ideologies. Um, and so, like, a lot of people don't even know that, like, yo, like, stop snitching is not a concept that's for 
civilian people. Like, if you in the streets, you shouldn't, if you're not in the streets, you shouldn't be saying stop snitching. Like, stop snitching, the phrase stop snitching, the culture around stop snitching is, no, if I'm in the streets and I'm doing some dirty shit, and you in the streets and you're doing some dirty shit, you can't go and tell on me when I do some dirty shit. Yeah, you can't just say, hey, knock this nigga off real quick so I can get his block. You can't no, be, two dirty people can't be telling on each other. But that's what happens. That's where the snitching comes from. If you're a civilian, and you see somebody that's in the streets that's harming another civilian, you should be telling. Man, what? that ain't snitching. Due to the street culture and climate that has ingratiated itself in our homes, in our communities, in the music, they like, oh, y'all, I'll give a great example. There was a family here in the city called the Dawson family, not too long ago, maybe 10, 12 years ago. Um, young dudes trapping in front of this uh, older woman's house. Mm-hmm. So she goes outside and she says, yo, if y'all don't stop selling drugs in front of my house, I'm going to have to call the police. Mm-hmm. They set her house on fire. Yeah, I remember that. And killed everyone that. that was in the house. I remember that. What? Like. They deserve all the jail time in the world for that shit. Yo, and, or here's another great example. Young girl, uh, I think she may have been seven or eight years old. Young girl Taylor that was shot and killed in Emerson Village. That doesn't sound about. She mm-hmm. was standing in front of the corner store. Somebody drove past, shot and killed her. Everybody in the fucking neighborhood knew who did it. Nobody told. Yeah, it wasn't until that person turned themselves in. They felt compelled to go to the police and say that they did it. Otherwise, y'all could have been out here roaming the streets and doing whatever the hell he wanted to do for however long he wanted to, and nobody would have said anything. That's that's some real bullshit, because if you're not a street person, you don't live by the street rules. The street, the street rules are for street people, and most of the street people don't live by the street rules. Most of them are snitches and rats, as they say they're against. Most of them are weak cowards. They don't, they don't live by the rules they say they want to live by. They're like, oh, don't do this, don't do that. They do all the shit they say they don't do. Uh, cool. I, well, I got a follow-up question to that. So do you think that um, that 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 uh, the ideology uh, helps, you know, compensates, well, helps fuel, fuel the police as far as their uh, deplorable acts uh uh, within within our you know black neighborhoods, um, no, no, uh, the stop snitching culture that's our shit. Like the police don't give a fuck about stop snitching. The police only care about executing their warrants, about locking people up, and about doing whatever it means uh, to get their job done. However, it needs to be done. Some people, some police officers, I believe that most police officers operate in a space of trying to be public servants. Uh, but then you have this sort of um, this uh, the dirtiest of the grimiest of police officers who live in this space where it's like they feel like they're above reproach and that they are the law and that they're able to you know dictate and control and manipulate and abuse and harm people uh, for the sake of their own um, ego. 
And so, um, oh, like, I think both things are counterintuitive, right? Um, if you aren't willing to toss all of the bullshit, like for me, I would never say fuck 12. I would never say fuck the police. Because if someone breaks into my shit, I'm calling the police. Just, sure. just ideally, right? If somebody, if I leave my apartment today and somebody just comes and breaks in my shit, take my TV, take my take my sneakers, take off, I'm calling the police. Hello, police. Someone stole my shit. I might have from upstairs. Right. I'm not call, I'm not I'm not calling the nigga that's standing on the block to fight for my honor. <laughs> I'm not. And so it's like, yo, I know a lot of great officers um, that are people of color and that are white that do a lot of effective work in the city, that have relationships and rapports with the people in their community, and that fight the injustices that are happening in our city and, and, and fight to protect and serve. And so I think um, they are a part of a system that is corrupt. Uh, and we have, to, we have to challenge the system and we have to force the people that are in power to make the significant changes within the system. So dirty, cruddy, grimy, manipulative, nasty officers who are on the force don't get the opportunity to do the bullshit that they do. But then also the artists, I mean, the officers that are doing right and that are upholding the law and protecting and serving the people, they don't feel isolated or on an island for standing up against the officers that are mistreating people. Well, it's a it's a it's a say it's a terrible system to be reformed because systematically there are no there are individual officers that are good, but systematically there are no good officers because the good officers can't say anything right. because they'll be shut out, they'll be shunned, they'll be like, "Oh, you a snitch!" Oh, because even if the officers killing people, raping people, or whatever, the bad officer will get away with it because it's like I I want to have the call for backup and I can't get it. I want to have a scene where. I need help and I can't get it. Like, think about what was it? Uh, it was a, a detective or a sergeant a couple of years ago that was about to testify on some corrupt cops in the city. And they he went, they say he went to uh, was an alleyway in the block back then to help somebody allegedly. And he uh, committed suicide allegedly. Mind you, it was a, we know it was another officer to call him back then. They shut that whole block down for a week and went like residents through. While they were investigating. They, it was on the news and everything. This officer was about to do a federal trial against the corrupt cops and got killed. It was like, oh no, it was a suicide. It was a suicide. Oh, you're talking about. law came out. It was another officer to call him there. Officer Suter. Yeah, it was another officer to call him to that back alleyway. And come to find out, he was a part of the corruption. Yeah, he was going to catch a deal. He was catching a deal. Gonna take a deal. Catch a deal to get them other because you can't go. He had to go to the feds because IA, the internal feds, wasn't going to do shit. He had to go to the feds. Or even with the gun trace task force in the city, right? Like that well, was, was robbing drug dealers. Yeah. <laughs> how do how do you steal my pack and sell it back to me? No, going and taking people's pulling people over taking their addresses off of their IDs and when they not home, going into their houses and stealing their shit. <laughs> like, like, just uncomfortable shit. shit, bro. They was hitting stash houses and civilian houses like, dude, we getting all this shit. We need it all. 
Let me get that. Let me get that. Unconscionable <laughs> shit. And you just like the audacity of these things. <laughs> the disrespect. And, uh, and, they, and they were untouchable for a good long while because what right. happened to them? They, of course, they all they all got arrested. They all in jail, doing jail time. They have not a, not a lefty sentence of jail time. They doing jail time now. But and the one was the one uh, one black officer. Yo, cut a deal and told on everybody. Like, uh, he's like, shit. I I said my My boy walked in there like Nino Brown. This <laughs> it's bigger, it's bigger than, than Nino me. Brown. <laughs> <laughs> it's bigger than Nino Brown. Oh yeah. Um, you see but, the light skinned brother sitting right there? <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, we need a full reform of the system, of the whole police system, sure. because it wasn't set up to be what it is now. It was set up to be slave catchers. That's literally where this came from. Oh, yeah. The police were literally designed to uh, go out and find, uh, retrieve, and return uh, property. slaves. It's a property. Yeah. And also, uh, they were violating niggas' rights too. Because yep. if you was free and you had papers, they would snatch your ass like fuck their papers. Come on, paper. Paper. <laughs> paper. Uh, you know, you know, legally the police have no right to protect you. Right? Have no uh, reason to protect you, right? It's man, I'm just whole. It, it, it's the, the Supreme Court said the, the police have no obligation to protect you as a citizen, and it when you're in danger, they protect property. They protect things, but they don't have to protect you. I was um, listening to uh, uh, Roland Martin, and he had a gentleman. Love that brother. Um, who was um, talking about the um, uh, Juneteenth. Mm-hmm. How um, the Juneteenth as a holiday is historically inaccurate. And that Juneteenth, the actual final or last day that the 13th Amendment was ratified amongst states that were upholding slavery that were not a part of the Union was December 6th, 1865. Damn. And that many of um, I like even just this whole perspective that like um, when Abraham Lincoln signed the Emancipation Proclamation in 1863 that it freed all slaves. No, it didn't. It freed all the slaves that were not a part or that freed all the slaves that were in states that were not a part of the union. So if you lived in Maine or Massachusetts or Delaware, you could still have slaves. Like that's a very, that's a very odd, or mm-hmm. even like um, this gentleman that was talking, he was talking about how um, certain states didn't ratify the 13th Amendment until like late like, I think he, if I'm not mistaken, see the Delaware or Kentucky, he said didn't ratify the 13th Amendment until 1997. And Georgia didn't ratify the 13th Amendment until 2013. Dang, that's crazy. So you know, so it's, it's like, yo, like our whole concept of history 
and like, yo, these fucking holidays and like how we perceive like the world. There's too many hidden gems, man. Too many hidden gems. It's like, huh? There's so much, you know, deceivery and wow. and it's nasty. It's real nasty. Very nasty. It's like, come on, bro. Like we 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 have to get to a point where um we start like really, really looking at like how we consume information. Um you know what what ultimately is important to us. Like even the things that we care about, yo, like I really had to take a step back and start thinking about like, yo, what do I really genuinely care about? Like, what do I really genuinely value? What is of importance to me? And the things that are of importance to me, kind of holding those things close and practicing um, uh, a, a value system that allows those things to feel cherished and celebrated and understood. And the things that I genuinely don't care about, just not allowing those things to even get in my airspace. That's a good selling to have. That's a good, that's a good outlook to have. Not the negativity. It's exhausting when you think about like, this how, like, we get, we're now to a point where people don't really, People genuinely don't, a lot of people don't care about anything. Here we go. Kentucky, my fault, I I said it wrong. Uh, Delaware, 1901 was when they ratified the, uh, the 13th Amendment. Kentucky, 1976. Mississippi, 1995, but then it was certified in 2013. Um, it's, it's, it's just weird, man. Like, like people genuinely don't give a fuck. Yeah, that's true. Like, well, my question to you now is uh, how, 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 we, uh, how do we cre- create that change or maybe not necessarily change, how, how, how do we progress as a, as a community to, to, to get to, to the point where we're thriving economically, culturally, um, uh, technology-wise? How, how, how do we uh, advance in our community? Um, it's it's going to sound so cliche, but be the change that we want to see, you know, and be forward thinking, be invested, be open minded. Um, you know, we still got, you know, brothers and sisters in the community that's so caught up about LGBTQIA plus issues that they like, oh, I don't want to work with them because they're gay. It's like... Nigga, who cares? Are they black? Are they are they productive members of our community? Are they helping to change our community for the better? Then why does it matter? Why are we 
you know, we are, and I, you know, I don't like to talk about people's religious ideologies and stuff like that, but, you know, for, for people of color, for black people in a country where religion was fed to us, where most of us don't even, you know, we have no kind of social, emotional, cultural connection to the continent that we originated from other than the shit that we see on TV and the traditions that people have tried to recreate. We are some of the most judgmental people where we want to be free. We want our rights to be respected and understood and we want to be held up, but then we were so willing to shit on somebody who is different than us or, or doesn't want to, or doesn't practice the same religion as us. Yo, I, who gives a shit if I go to church every Sunday? If I'm giving back to my community and empowering young people to make a change, yo, show me some love, show me some respect. I'm going to do the same for you. And it's it, we have to get out of that, man, where we're so attached to these things that um, ultimately when we, when, 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 when that brain stop functioning and your soul leave your body, won't matter. It won't matter about the car you drove. It won't matter about the sneakers that you wear on your feet. It won't matter about the money that's in your pocket. All that people will remember is what you did, how you treated the people. Yo, there's a saying, um, it goes, um, people, you should be remembered by how you treat the people who could do nothing for you. How do you treat the people that can't give you anything? They can't put a dollar in your pocket. They can't offer you an opportunity. You can't have sex with them. You can't get anything from you, from them. How do you treat them? And that's how I live my life. Yo, I give back at every single opportunity that I can. Because at the end of the day, when I'm gone, I want my kids to be able, and anybody that I impacted to be like, damn, yo, he was a good dude, man. He did right by people. You know, he wasn't perfect. He wasn't always the nicest guy. He didn't always have, he, he didn't always have his head on straight. But when he figured it out, he set the world on fire, man. He was doing it to the death. And that's how we should approach it, man. Like, I just see people, yo, and we so selfish and kind of um, shut off and we're in this, um, I got to get the bag. I got to get to the bag. It's about the bag. And it's like, all right, what's your lonely ass going to do with that money? Like, really, like, how many pairs of Yeezys can you buy? How many cars can you drive? How many wigs can you buy? Not, and nothing, not enough of it will fill a void. But you could touch a young person's life, man. You could, you know, you know, volunteer at a at a at a at a shelter, or you know, I. One thing that I wanted to do is I want to start working with elderly people. Like I want to be able to uh, absorb all that knowledge and information, man. It's like, and they they some of the people that need the most love. Worldly. Come on, man. Very true. You know, it's a song I listen to um, daily. 
It's by Stevie Wonder. It's called Love is in Need of Love Today. And it's one of those songs, man, that when you listen to it, it's really just about like, yo, whatever, whatever, whatever you're experiencing in your own life, somebody got it worse. 100%. And it's every day that you wake up is just another opportunity to impact somebody and show them some love. And no, I just feel like that's 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 what we need to do. We need to um, take ourselves, take a step back, take a step out of ourselves and really start looking at other people, what they need, um, how we can encourage them. And you never know the opportunities that you may create for somebody today will be a door that open up for you tomorrow. Very well said. Go ahead, bro. Uh, let's do, let's do, let's do two more topics and we wrap it up. All right. All right. <laughs> let's talk about, uh, Juvenile Back That Ass Up remix, Vex That Ass Up. What are y'all thoughts on this shit? I want to hear y'all thoughts. Girl, you looks good, won't you, Vex? Vex That Ass Up. Yes, hey. girl, let's, let's hear what y'all thoughts on this shit. Oh, let's man. go. White people ruining another hip hop classic. <laughs> yeah, man, that I can't, I can't see it. That's, that's a well, I can't hear it. That's, that's the unfortunate part. <laughs> I'm tired of these remakes. They got they with it. Enough, enough with the madness. I, yeah. I, I understand. I understand the little cheesy gimmicks. This is like, don't you know uh, pop singers who can't sing and then, you know what I'm saying, they got, they got the engineers in the back to make the most fucking wack-ass, mm -hmm. you know, cheapest song? The, the, that's who made the song. Well, this version. Like, like, come on, dog. Not like that. Not like that. Like, you sold us out for a check, man. Yeah. Man. <laughs> Juvenile yeah. made fresh, got that big, but that was that all money yeah. ain't good money. All, all money is not good money. They they ruined they ruined a classic song right there. Of course, I was a classic. They ruined the, their reputations of that with that song and by doing that. I understand the best behind and trying to get more people to get vaccinated, but it had to be a better way. It had to be a better way to do that shit. And you know they had a partnership with the Black Dating App. Oh yeah, Black. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, no, uh that's a that that shit was trash as a no for me, dog. Get that <laughs> shit the fuck up. I won't hear that shit. And I heard the first time I won't hear that shit again. Yeah. And they yeah, added that's, that's terrible, bro. That's terrible. And they added me an X to the to the free. Yeah, Are you serious? Go ahead, DP. Do the room. Oh. She said, if you want to have sex with a guy named Scott, then go, 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 go get the shot. Are you serious? <laughs> no, yo, you live, bro. I swear. Another oh, song, bro. I see, oh, I'm going to go listen to the whole song, ladies. I always see the, always see the clip on Twitter. I, I'm going to go listen to the whole damn song. Damn, bro. Damn. 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 Go, go. Go, go, go get the shot. They, they, they sold out for that shit. Damn, that, that man must have been mighty big to get them to sell out for that dance. That must have been a mighty big bad government drop. That must have been a crazy bad government drop for that shit. Again, I would have been and you And it went viral, so you know they get them bag off the TikTok. And... I, I wouldn't have did that shit, but hey, that's just me. I would have I left my, I would have more than compromised my work like that, but hey, that's just me. 
No way. Not a chance. That is... Shout out to Juvenile, man. Crazy, man. Crazy, yeah, shout out man. to Juvenile, Manny Fresh, Mia X. Mia X, college professor, all over yes, yes, Loyola yes, University in, uh, in uh, what's that? Loyola University in Louisiana. Yeah. Yeah, man. Let's, let's, uh, Come on, man. You know what to end it with. What should we end it with? We got a couple things we can end it with. What we going to end it with? Your man, your man inviting the niggas to pull up to his house. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, we're going to do two more. We're going to do that. We're going to do that. And we're going to end it. We're going to end it. We're going to end it on something that's positive. And that's, that's new to a word. We're going to do that. We can do that. Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. Um. All right, before before we start before we start actually recording this, me and DP had a conversation about this uh this viral moment that was all over the internet this weekend this past week, where this white gentleman was having an argument with his uh black neighbor. Oh yeah, and yeah. he he invited this gentleman was screaming uh, racial slurs and upsetting at his neighbor, saying, "Here's my address." Pull up, you fucking niggers. And guess who pulled up the next day? The fucking the fuck niggers. Fucking niggers. <laughs> yes. the niggers on the south side. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah? Mind right? you, this, this gentleman was doing this in front of the police officers, threatening this man. Yes. Saying, fuck, saying, fuck you, nigga. We'll watch your monkey ass around here doing all, doing all this shit. Talking oh, ca- oh, talk cash oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> talking cash shit. And the police officer's like, go home, John. Go home. Take, oh, get out of here. Go, go home, bro. Yeah, get those niggas from around here. <laughs> and the next thing you know. Niggas pulled up 24 hours later. It was at his house. Like, oh, you want the smoke we got mm-hmm. for you, brother. Come on outside. We just want to talk. We just want to talk. Well, see what's up. <laughs> they pulled up, man. It was like um, last year, you know, with uh, with Vince's uh, crap. Uh, yeah, Vince <laughs> Yep, they was out there religiously for like down there a week or two processing them. Man, they was out there for two weeks. They made sure it was out there, bitch. My boy Vince thought he was slick. Yo, was selling crabs out the uh, out the football stands. <laughs> Boy was <laughs> like, he's like, yo, if you want some snow, I mean, if you want some crabs, I mean, come meet me at the snowball stand. I got you. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, niggas out there still getting the crabs from this. Yeah, man. I'm just like, all right, bro. They must be getting the, the mean deal. Yo, yeah. I need a I, bro, $30, $30 for, for five <laughs> bushels. <laughs> yo, I need a bushel for $12, B. <laughs> what are you, you going to say? No? Right. That, uh, <laughs> that, that, what are you going to say? No? That gentleman uh, was eventually arrested for uh, um, bias and intimidation of a, a person and some other shit and terroristic threats and some other shit like that. But yeah, uh, the dude deserved to go to jail. I was probably taking that long to arrest his ass. Uh, of course, people was throwing water bottles and tomatoes and shit at the man as he was leaving his house. My boy had the Domino's pizza. They stole, they stole this pizza. They're like, no, fuck that. You don't get no pizza. 
But okay, and Baji, Baji, before this hat, before uh, he got arrested, he went out and said, "Oh, that's not me. I wasn't in the right state of mind. That's not what I'm like. I'm good with all the rest of my black neighbors. It was yeah. just you at that moment." I'm like, I'm like, what? I'm like, what? You, what you mean? That's not you? Oh, that must have been that must have been the MK Ultra program captain right there. CIA must have activated that MK Ultra program. Like, oh, let's turn up races real quick. Let's do that. Like, no, no, that's you, that's you, brother. That's all you. That's, that's you all the time. <laughs> that's that's not who I am. Not who I am. That's the MAGA me. That's, that's not. Me. Yeah. That's not. That's MAGA man. That's not me. That was the <laughs> Man, these, these people keep thinking that it's sweet out here. It's not sweet no, out here. It's not sweet. It's not sweet out here. We will pull up. You act. You, you want the smoke? We'll give you the smoke, man. Oh, yeah. This man, this man was like, "Oh, ain't nobody gonna pull up on me. Ain't nobody gonna pull up on me." People got time, and people, people, people not afraid to pull up. No, they not. No, they are not. Not afraid to pull up at all. But man, I mean, I, go ahead. Go ahead. I would say I hope this man learns his lesson while he's doing that jail time. He he might not get jail, he might get probation or whatever. But hopefully he learns his lesson to not provoke people and not be so racist and uh intolerant in the neighborhood where people are not bothering you, they're not they're just chilling. The man was chilling in his own house and he got uh, harassed and it's on his front step by his neighbor. Like, what kind of shit is that? Even more, he's just an idiot for, for even just doing shit at, in your neighborhood. Right. Where your house is. <laughs> and this is so fucking stupid. The man, the man <laughs> doxed himself and it was hilarious. Such a failure. Yeah, man. Uh, hopefully these people, these people will never learn, but hopefully one day they'll learn a lesson. Hopefully, hopefully they take his example, man. There's this, there's on, there's some of the, you know, good, you know, plus evils of you know the internet. You know, saying sometimes they can, you know, right, right the wrongs. <laughs> right. All right. Uh, let's end on a happy note. As far as civil wise, this week, well, last weekend we had, uh, we finally got a, a brand new Marvel movie after a year of not seeing any Marvel films. We got. We got Black Widow. It got 250 million worldwide, including Disney Plus. People buy that shit. Damn, you look underwhelmed. That, that I haven't seen it yet. That's a that's a great number for a film that was only went out for the weekend. Mind you, it won't be a full week until I think Friday, mm-hmm. because I don't think they're gonna count the Wednesday release date. Because I don't think it actually hit theaters Wednesday. I think it hit. It hit theaters uh, Thursday. 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 Yep. So they won't count the Wednesday numbers that they, they got for the theaters. They'll just count the Thursday or so it won't be a week until I think what Friday will tell be a week. Mm-hmm. So uh those are good numbers for being like two days of being out, two, three days of being out for real. Have you seen it already, bro? I saw it the first I saw it that Wednesday, bro. Oh yeah, I saw it uh, I saw it Thursday evening. It was good. Oh uh, I, I, I will give a non spoiler <laughs> review of it. It connected to some older films, it gave you some insight into, uh, it gave you insight into an event that was mentioned a lot in the other films, Budapest, gives you insight. For people that want to know what that mystery is, this, this movie is good. I have a question. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Does it, does it, um, 
talks about anything that's going to happen in the future. Or I, I, I haven't got to that. I haven't got to that yet. I haven't got to that yet. What? All right, I just asked you the question. Okay. Uh, it. Anticrotic expands on what's currently going on. Does it have anything to do with Loki? Yes. I'll quite expand on what's currently going on. If you're watching yes. the shows, it's it's expanded on what's currently going on in the universe. Was, was Loki the you know Winter Soldier? Yeah. Yes. No. It, it connects. It connects back. It connects back. Okay. Uh, it also gives you more more of her character during uh, another film where you're like, oh, where was she at doing this? And it shows you how she got to that film. I'm not going to say what film it is, but if you watch the movie, you know what movie I'm talking about. Uh, it expands her, the family dynamic in her circle, which is great. You see the trailers, you know what we're talking about. I'm not going to say anything. You know, Does you it know. show more of her personality? Yes. Yes. It, okay. It's it's a split movie because it it's about Black Widow, but if you know anything, you know there's not it's more than one Black Widow. Let me just say that. Let me just say, if you know anything, it's more than one Black Widow. It expands on the collective that is Black Widow. Yeah. And that, that, that's all I'm saying. I'm not gonna spoil anything. I'm not gonna give it. It's kind of dark. It's a darker. It's a darker movie. It, it's it's more. It's more. It's a gritty movie. Like Winter Soldier. It's not a comedy, but there are comedic moments. <laughs> yeah. It's, 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 it gives you it, like those. It's Street it's more of a Winter Soldier movie. vibe. It's more if you like the thriller, action pack of the Winter Soldier, you're gonna like this. It's more of that vein than like the comedies like. Ant Man or The Last Thor, something like that, but it does have comedic moments. Yeah, it is. It is. It's a little bit more. It's a little darker than Winter Soldier, but slightly, not by a lot, but slightly, because of the, sub, some of the subject matter. I have a question: Is it is it a movie that you would take a baby mother to? I don't uh, know. I don't know. I don't know. If I thought if on a scale of one to ten, I gave it a seven. It's a solid seven and a half. I'll give it seven. Okay, okay. It's not the best movie in the world. But it's nowhere near through the dark world Lady, or Iron Man Three. It's yeah, better, it's better than it's better than Captain Marvel. Oh, bad! I gotta see it. It's, it's better than Wonder Woman 84 and a lot of that movie was gone. It's way better than Captain Marvel. I'll tell you that. It, it is better than Captain Marvel. I'll, I'll give it that. It is better than Captain Marvel. The action, the action alone. The action is top notch. The action is top notch. If the you're acting, an action head, you will see this. The acting kind of brought it down, but the action is 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 top notch. Like some I of the best. Black Widow on, on the Avengers video game. The, uh, the, the accents aren't they are they're, they're in and out. They're in and out. I say that the accents, accents are in and out. Some of them are okay. Most of them are terrible, but it, it, it's it, it's a solid action movie. It's a good Marvel movie. It's they sound like Texas Germans. <laughs> um, like I, I said, like, like I like I said, uh, it connects to it connects to other movies and the MCU franchise perfectly. And it gives you more insight into where she was doing some of these say some of these movies. Mm. Uh when she does if she if you don't see her, you see where she is. And it's it's a good thing. It connects to a, it connects to a couple of movies in the in the franchise. So it's yeah. it's good. 
Yeah, uh, again, again, without spoiling anything, the, the uh, Antichrist connects to the rest of the world. You're watching all the current shows like Loki, Falcon with a Soldier, Water uh, Bridge, it connects to them perfectly. And I love the way it did it. Even though this is supposed to drop before those, this connects perfectly to those worlds. Right. And you will see, if you went, stay for Antichrist, you will see that. And uh, yeah. But it's better than Fast Nine. Yeah, I heard Fast Nine was Fast Nine was just mindless dribble, which it was supposed to be. It wasn't supposed to be anything great. Well, I mean, what could we expect when you know rest in peace, Paul Walker? And you know, yeah, yeah, yo, they went from like being like these kind of like street racers with a lot of grit, and man, they, they they stopped being street racers and fast forward the soft reboot. It's like now they fucking like. They had the Avengers 2.0. Like they fucking They've been the Avengers since Fast Six. You like, yo, what is this? It was it was a fast movie. Let me say that it was a fast movie. The stakes were the stakes were high. The plot was predictable if you know the fast movies. But it was a modest popcorn film that you wanted to be. It's nothing new. It's nothing, it's nothing ground shaking. There are homages in the movie. There are um a lot of a lot of good returns. A lot of good returns. There, there is a quasi return towards the end, and I'm not gonna spoil what that is. But if you see the movie, you know what I'm talking about. It's like a, it's like a real return, and then there's a quasi return. There's a quasi return, and there is a, uh, there's a lot of reunions. I said there's a lot of reunions. Um, and Fast Ten is on the way. Fast Ten is on the way. Bow Wow's in it. <laughs> Yeah, he really drove the ratings. Man, that man got that. I would just say that that man is going to be back for the next one, and I'm happy for him to be get that bag. Come on, man. Come on, Bow Wow. Shout out, shout out to, to the Fast and Furious. Shout out to Fast Nine, man. The Black Widow, you know, Scarlett Johansson, you know, the whole Marvel franchise. Um, Duffy anticipating more Marvel movies, especially. Yes, you know, sir. We got three more to go. Three more Doctor Strange, too. Spider-Man, you know, that's that's Black Panther 2 coming out next year as well. So uh, these are some of my top-notch movies that are, you know, on the horizon. Okay. Uh, Even though the theaters are open, I suggest people stay away from the theaters. We don't want any people going in. Even though they have the protocols in place, it's cool that the theaters are open, but I suggest people stay away from the theaters because we don't need any more people being in close contact like that. Right, yes, so, people will overcrowd the overcrowd the theaters, even though they have the things in place. People will still sit whatever seat they want to sit in. And I'm all going, that. I've been in the theaters three times in like the past like two weeks. Each time I went, it, it wasn't packed. Like that, that, that must just be here then, because I've seen a couple back there out the county. Oh yeah, I was at um, <laughs> uh, what's that? Um, a Rundle Mills. All three times around the mills, and it was oh, it nice. was sales. like it wasn't over overcrowded. Um, yeah, it, it it was it was a good time. That's good. I, I've seen white marsh pack. I've seen security got got had bad people there. All the was cool. What a lot of people there, but people are. But the gist of it is that we still need a social. We still got social distancing. Even if you all go to, even, of I, the I'm going to say, but people go are to. going. Yeah, they still got like seats blocked off and all of that. So, 
just still social distancing. Uh, uh, reserve, reserve, uh, private. Reserve your seat. Reserve your theater. Yeah, reserve your theater. We'll reserve your theater. Completely. So, spend that two fifty. Reserve that theater. Come on, man. Well, I just want to thank you, DP, man, for for showing up. Thank you, man. I appreciate y'all allowing me to. Thank you. You're a great, great man. You know, we're we're extremely humbled and 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 thankful uh, for you uh, joining us today, man. Of course, man. And whenever y'all need me to come through, if y'all want me to come through, man, just say the word. I'm. And man, you always invited, bro. Always invited. Always invited, man. And uh, I just want to thank uh, the YouTube viewership and everybody who's been supporting the Simply Awesome podcast, man. We've been going on for about a year and a half now, man. Yes, up, ups and downs, you know, struggles. But, uh, you know, we're still here giving you guys the most current news. And we're trying to, uh, you know, give you guys the real and uh, give you uh, people who, who have great minds and who contribute in, in the world. Maybe not just here in Baltimore, but out here. Uh, in, in totality, you know what I'm saying? So shout to DP, you know, we're, we're, we're thankful to have him on here. Uh, and thank you, Royal, being my co-host. And, and I pat myself on the back, you know, for, you know, creating the thing. With, you know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> okay, shout, shout uh, Australia, shout New Zealand, shout, shout, shout the ISS Space Station. We see y'all listening out there in space. Yes, sir. We get you. Yes, sir, man. Thank you, everybody. Internationally, so, so, so much love and support. Uh, we're going to give you guys more content, you know, uh, week in, week out. Uh, just stay tuned. Again, uh, guys, you know, stay safe, stay prayed up. Again, you know what I'm saying, uh, we're still on the pandemic. So please, please uh, take precaution, you know, yes. wherever you travel. You know, yes. Make sure you have your hand sanitizer, social distance, wear your mask, do all those uh, necessary steps so you can stay safe, keep everybody safe as well. Yes. All right. Uh, any uh, more closing remarks? Going once. Going twice. Also, DP, uh, give out uh, your socials where people can reach you at and all those uh, good things. Uh, Twitter, uh, Instagram, the Wave God P. Uh, I am doing a. Um, I have a, a Amazon wish list uh, for people who want to contribute to uh, stuff from my classroom this coming school year. It's in it's in the bio. Um, yeah, if you want to support, donate. I mean, show love. I'm so love, man. Thank, thank you for for uh, coming through, man. We definitely want to support you as well. And uh, man, shout out to you and everything that you do for here, especially here in the uh, Baltimore City, man, with your great mind and and uh, helping you know the educational system as well. Thank you, man. I appreciate y'all. Right, man. Let's get it, man. This is simply awesome podcast, man. Let's go, deuces. Yes.